Welcome to this sermon from Silver Lake Baptist Church. Our mission is to celebrate the greatness of God with all we are for the joy, hope, and renewal of our community. We are so glad you have chosen to listen to our message. We pray you will be blessed by your time with us today. I got something to say this morning, and I couldn't wait to say it, and it's like everything on the planet right now is trying to shut me up. And it ain't gonna happen, right? <clears throat> I'm excited. Like, like there's so much going on in the world that we could get down in the dumps and down in the molly grubs and and just go into a place that we really shouldn't. But the Bible says that we are the light of the world. We're the salt of the earth. You know, if if the salt loses its flavor, flavor, there's no difference, right? That's why I love salt, man. I like <laughs> sprinkle it on and I go to grab the salt and Linda goes and grabs it and takes it away anymore. And so, so it stinks getting old sometimes. You know what I mean? But, but I love salt. And without salt, everything's just like, meh. You know? Guess what you are? You're salt. You're the salt of the earth, and you have a flavor to you, and you have a seasoning. And without you, this world is in trouble. Do you hear what I'm saying? And so it's our time. This is our season. This is not the time for us to fall back and get this in despair and, and woe is me and get a little hound dog and be he a haw, you know. <laughs> For, for some of the younger people, they had like this little hound dog and they'd sit on these old guys that sat on this porch and they'd say, woe is me and agony on you, you know? And, and then the dog would even cry. <laughs> right? And, and so, but this is not the time for us to cry. This is the time for us to cry with people who are crying and mourn with people who are mourning. But we can lift people up too. And we can be different in this time because I'm telling you, you are born for this time and for this season if we'll just trust God. That, that's, all we, that's all we get to do is trust God because God's so great and He loves us so much. Who else would you want to trust in these times and, and in the seasons? And you got everything going against us and everyone trying to do certain stuff and there just comes a time where we say you know what we're going to trust you God because no one can save us but him and so so I'm tired of like like the government thinks they can save us the medical people think they can save us um, other countries think they can save us we think we can save ourselves and the truth comes down to it that the only one who can save us is God himself and and the bible says some trust in chariots and some trust in horses but i will trust in the name of the lord my god and so so there's a time where like i'm not telling you to be stupid you hear what i'm saying but what i'm telling you is trust god no matter what it looks like no matter what people are saying trust god and he will make a way through every bit of it and and when it comes down to it, he's really the only one we can trust. But if I'm going to trust someone, I'm going to trust someone who's got some skin in the game. <laughs> do, you, do you hear what I'm saying? It's like like when, when, when I was lost and going to hell, guess who come to my rescue? Like, guess who never give up on me, even when I was mad at him, man? 
you, I talked to him, if I talked to people like I talked to him, they had a split. And all I got was love and grace and peace back. And he's like, man, you don't even know what I got planned for you. And it's good stuff. And I was like, you can just go away now. <laughs> right? And he just like, kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And then just overwhelmed me with his love. He had skin in the game. He had skin in the game because 2,000 years ago, he come down and he lived and he walked and he talked among us. And like, like, like plagues aren't new. Right? They had leprosy back then. They had all kinds of other stuff back then. Like, in fact, they would kick them out of the whole city. Right? And so they were unclean. They couldn't touch. If, if, like the woman with an issue of blood, like they kicked her out. Like she, she couldn't touch her family. She couldn't be around people. Right? There was so much stuff going on around that what we're going through is not new. Do you hear what I'm saying? The things we're going through, the wars and, and the collapses and is not new. It's been going on. And Jesus, in fact, talked about it. But 2,000 years ago, God sent His Son, His one and only Son, who chose to come down here and live as a man and to walk like we walk and to talk like we, we talk and to be among us. The Bible says He was tempted with everything that you can be tempted with. Yet yeah, He... he wasn't like us because he made it through and he died on the cross for us and became that perfect sacrifice right I think he's kind of got some skin in the game I think he's kind of someone that we can trust when everything's falling around about us we can trust him the good news is, is he didn't stay in that grave he rose again. And because he rose again, the Bible says that now we're seated with him in heavenly places, right? What does that mean? That, that means that, that we're no longer of this world. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Our authority sits in heaven, right? So now we walk with his authority and with his peace and with his presence. The Bible talks about the fruit of the spirit. Man, I grew up, everybody's like, I got to develop long-suffering and peace. And I was like, I don't, you don't need to develop long-suffering because I've watched you. You suffer really good. <laughs> like, I didn't, didn't even know what it meant, right? You know? All these things we think we have to develop, but they're inside us. It, the Bible says it's the fruit of the Spirit. A, a apple tree just automatically has fruit and they're apples. Do you hear what it, what you are is what comes out. Do you hear what I'm saying? So when you know who you are and you know the Holy Spirit, that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that lives in you, you'll automatically produce that fruit when we walk with Him and talk with Him. The Bible says in Him we live and move and have our being. And as we live and move and have our being in Him, guess what happens? You see the fruit of that, Right? And so the Bible says, perfect love casts out all fear. But we don't got perfect love without Him. So what is that? That's a fruit of the Holy Spirit that lives inside us. But here, here's another thing. And I love this because I don't think we talk about this enough behind the pulpit. I think we get to where, where oh, almost like I had someone was talking about Santa the other day. And they're, they're like, he creeps me out. I was like, why? How can Santa creep you out? He's like, he knows when you are sleeping. 
He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been good or bad. So be good for goodness sake. Right? And we think God is Santa. Now think about that. From the time we're a little kid, we're programmed to think that God's Santa. And it's like, do good, get presents. Do bad, get lump of coal. Or maybe nothing at all. Right? And so what is it? We teach that in our churches. You know, you be righteous and you do good and God will bless you. But if you mess up, God's going to beat you. What is that? That's Santa Claus. That's not the gospel. Do you guys hear what I'm saying? That's the law. You do all these things, but if you miss one thing, then guess what? You're guilty of all of them. But even in the law, it's better than Santa Claus's because they have a sacrifice that they knew they couldn't keep, so they would take that sacrifice to the temple and sacrifice it. We're hard on the law, but the law is better than Santa Claus. Santa Claus is just on you do good, you get a present, you do bad, you don't get nothing. And I love Santa Claus, by the way, for all the little kids. Right? What I'm trying to say is is God created us a specific way, and it's not just to focus on what we do, because there's a tale of two trees. Right? There's the tree of of the knowledge of good and evil, and there's another tree that's what? Life. Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. So like even Santa Claus is focusing us on the wrong tree. They're not talking about the Christmas tree. I'm talking about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When you just focus on what you can do, you're going to fail every time. Because we'll never measure up in our own strength. We're always going to mess up. You're like, well, Pastor James, how can you say that? I'm really good. I was like, well, what do you think about? See, Jesus broke it down. He's like, these guys were saying, well, I've kept every law and I've made every loophole and I've done everything and I've been perfect. And and Jesus said, okay, let's take it this far. He's like, like, I'll really show you. What are you thinking about? As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. How are you thinking? Right? Jesus took it to a whole new level. And he's like, yeah, you're doing good, but I know what you were thinking. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, guess what? That disqualifies you. And now you're guilty of all that. So why would we depend on that tree? Why would we, why would we eat off of that tree? And why would we try to continue on that tree when there's another tree over here? Now, see, in the Garden of Eden, that tree was probably something you could eat the fruit of. When we look at that tree now, we see a cross. Jesus died, and he was hung on that tree. And so I don't look to to that tree of the knowledge of good and evil anymore. I just look to Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of my faith. And he's my hope, and he's my peace, and he's my love, and he's everything that I've ever needed or ever going to need. He is my source. He's my way to God, the Father. He's the one who has opened the door for me to walk in victory and to walk in peace. And when everything's falling around about me, say, you know what? My hope's not based on what I see. My my hope's based on what God says. 
and I can live in victory and I don't have to worry about everything that's going on around me. See, I'm going from another tree and that tree is so much better to eat off of, man. I have the fruit, but it's a fruit that will bring life and not death. See, because we're, we're, this is a, a house. It's like a rental car. Right? You ever, ever you know, get a rental car and you're driving it? You just got to take it back. Right? It's just a rental car. Sometimes we get really cool rental cars and sometimes not so much, right? I got, I will, thank you, Jesus. I like, you know, I like looking in the mirror and seeing my rental car, you know? But God loves you. This is not who you are. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body, right? You are eternal. You are infinite. You are going to live forever. Out there, you're like, I'm not living forever. I don't believe in God. Guess what? Everybody's going to live forever. You get to choose a location. Right? We are eternal beings living in these rental cars, man. God's got a plan for us here, though, man. We've got good rental cars. We can do lots of things while we're here. But that's not who you are. You have greatness in you. You are that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible says lives inside you, man. Isn't that incredible? You ever see like, like these car shows and they have like um, these cars that are driving down the road and someone's chasing them and then they got like this nitrous and so the other car don't got nitrous but you do and so they'll hit this nitrous and you'll just go and just leave everybody in the dust guess what that is that's like the Holy Spirit man you got nitrous in you man it's even better than that because like we can fly and just like hover like gadgets like Batman's car <laughs> this is the most traditional message ever on the planet, isn't it? <laughs> we went from Santa Claus to Batman, and like with like nitrous, right? But we got to get real. The world's full so much of so much stuff that isn't real that it's going to bring brings people down. We're not those people. Right? You're like, man, that's my first sermon. <laughs> so it made me think, like I'm stuck. You know, do you ever get stuck? Like you're reading the scriptures and you like get stuck on these one stories and, it, and you're like, you read, you read something and you see something. Then you read it again, you see something else. And you read it a third time and something else pops up. Why is that? Because the Bible is multidimensional, right? You, we could spend our entire eternity studying this, and we'll find stuff that we can learn. And so I think so much of the time, like, it's good to read your Bible and, and read through it. That's called reading for breath. Not breath, like you breathe, but breath. That's hard to say for a cowboy. <laughs> for long, Right? But when we study, sometimes we need to go deep, right? Sometimes, like if you're, if you're going diving, 
out out in the water. They they have these things like they have scuba, and you can go a little ways, right? Or you can even without it. Like some of those dudes, man, can dive deep without scuba gear, right? And then they've got you get past the scuba or the not the scuba the snorkels, yeah. And then you get past the snorkels, and you, you got these rebreather things, man. And all you're doing is rebreathing your own air, right? But you can go a long ways. You can't go quite as deep. And then you go to these scuba gear, man. And that scuba gear is pretty cool, too. You can go a lot farther, right? You can be careful how you come up, right? Because you get way down. But then they got these hard hat dudes, man. And, like, they put this line on top of them, or this line that goes into their helmet. And that's how they get their air. But they go deep, man. They go way deep. And their connection is through that air, that breath that comes through that air. And that's really our lifeline. I want to go deep like that, man. I want to get a hard, hard hat, man, and go deep. And when you go deep, that's where you find your treasures. And you ever shipwrecks and stuff like that? Like some of those guys... You get a hard hat, you can go deep and find the treasures, and that's where the treasures is. But you still have that line that that line's like hope. In Hebrew, the word hope is tikva, and it literally means it's like an umbilical cord or or a rope that connects to God, and that's our connection. And we can find treasures in here, and God wants to talk talk to us, so we can, we don't have to just skim the top, right? You can you can ride a boat. Like, if you ever ride on the ferry? No? <laughs> Some people? Okay, so if you do ride the ferry or have never, when you're riding across on the ferry, you see the water. And you can see a little ways down, but really all you see is the water. But below, there's a whole lot of other stuff. Right? That you would never see if you didn't go deep diving. So guess what we're going to do? Uh, we're we're going to put our hard hats on. Actually, we're going to probably... I think it's a hard hat, but I'm going to find out. I probably need a submarine to go someplace if he wants to take us. Right? But I want us to think about these things. And when the Holy Spirit really puts something on my heart like that, I I want to focus on what He's saying and not get in a hurry. So when you're studying the Bible and you get this, you're like, oh, I'm... You know, my Bible study group wants to read all this, so i got to read all this. And the Holy Spirit's like, read this, read this, read this. Like, like, beep, 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 right? Read this, because it will change your life. It has the power to change your mind. Like, faith comes by hearing. And actually, it in the Greek, it actually means... Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Get the picture? Where I could go again. Hearing and hearing. <laughs> right? But faith comes by hearing. So, so we want to hear what God says. Not just with our ears, but with our heart. Right? That's how it gets in. We... we we live in a body, we are a spirit, and we have a soul. What's our soul? It's our mind, it's our will, it's our emotions. It all ties to our heart. Okay, 
I'm going to read a couple of things. First Peter, our second Peter, verse one says this: "Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord." Time out, because like this is a series, but just one verse right here. Now listen to what he's saying: "Grace, undeserved, unmerited favor, and peace, shalom." completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, everything you ever needed or ever going to need be yours in abundance. Listen to this. God's not stingy. In abundance. He gave his heaven's best. So let let me ask you something. So... um, just good ask a question. <laughs> Sam, tell you what, I'm going to give you $10 million. <laughs> Do you want it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's only one catch. It's like 7 o'clock tonight, but you don't get to wake up tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Do you still want that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Wrong person to talk to. Okay. Someone else. I'm giving you $10 million, but the catch is you don't get to wake up. What good is that $10 million? It's not worth nothing. Right? So what's really more valuable? Money or your life? Now think about that. Now put a value on on who you are. You know, we think we're so, sometimes we think we're worthless and have no value. But listen, someone comes up and says, hey, I'm going to give you $100 billion, but you don't get to wake up in the morning. What good does it do? No good. Do you know what that means? That means your life is worth way more than any amount of money that there is. Do you hear what I'm talking about? You're that valuable. And so much of the time we think we're not valuable. You are that valuable. Man, they need to up insurance and stuff. (laughs) Right? But listen... He's saying grace and peace be yours in abundance. God's God's blessed us with an abundance and he's blessed us with everything we need and he's blessed us and made us valuable. And as he's made us valuable, he's like, I'm giving you this peace and the stuff in abundance. But guess what it's through? The knowledge of God. The Bible says that you will know the truth And the truth you know will set you free. What is it? You shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth you know will set you free. So it's important what we know. It's important not what we know. It's important who we know. Right? Because the Bible says he's the way 
the truth, and the life, right? Now watch this. He says, through the knowledge of God and of our Lord, Jesus our Lord. Okay, I could get hung up on there for a series. And I got to go somewhere. His, who's, his, you know what I mean when it says his? It's his. His divine power has given, given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him. Does this sound like it's anything that we do? You know what we get to do? We get to believe him. And as we believe him, what you believe, you start to act out. It comes down to your head, right? It's your head, then your heart, and then your hands. So what you believe, we're, we're conditioned from the time we're little. Like we're like a, it's like a little open ark, man. But it doesn't have a top on it, and we get dumped all this stuff on it. And then we build our belief system, and pretty soon that subconscious closes off, and then we get our conscious, and we start acting on that. It depends on what we see, hear, smell, taste, touch, right? Rather than what we perceive and, and God's principles for what, what he's doing, right? But it's not about what we do. It's about what we believe. We act out of our beliefs. Our do comes from what we believe. If you try to change your do and you still believe something else, you're still going to have the same results. And I'm going to prove that to you in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Now watch this. It's his divine power has given us everything we need. Now I tried to look that up in Greek and I stink at that kind of stuff. But from what I could tell, that everything we need means everything we need. Right, look for, look for this. Everything we need for life and godliness through our, through what? Our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness, man. That wrecked Santa Claus. Right? Not that I'm against Santa Claus. If you want to send nasty letters and you're watching this, address it to Jim. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through, through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you might participate... In the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities, and we know you do because of verse Three, His divine power has given us everything we need. Think about that. 
For if you possess these qualities and you do possess these qualities through the power of the Holy Spirit and because when Jesus sets you free, he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord. In your what? Not in what we do. But in our knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the more we know and the more we hear, the more we start acting like Him, the more we start being like Him, right? Now, let's go back. Last week, we're talking about the children of Israel, right? They, they were slaves for 400 years. Then they got free. They got saved by, by the Passover lamb. And then they got baptized. They went through the Red Sea. And then they were walking with God. And God was providing for them. And He was talking. And they were comfortable. Anybody ever get comfortable? But God says, hey, I didn't bring you out uh, of slavery I didn't baptize you and you ain't walking with me and I ain't providing for you just so you can be comfortable. Just so you can get along and go along. I've got a great promise for you. And it's over there and it's in that land and that's why I set you free. And here they are. They've still got that slave mentality, right? It's like, well... We got to have someone that can provide for us. We got to have someone who can protect us. We got to have this and we got to have that. Because why? Because that's all they got, even though it was meager. At least they had security that they were going to get something if they just done good enough. You know what? They were they were living under the law. They 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 were working for Santa Claus. And some of them never got that mentality out. Because God says, I'm going to take you to the promised land. And I'm going to do great things in your life if you'll just trust me. Two of the guys said, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the promised land. And ten of them, they couldn't change their thinking. All they seen was giants. What are you seeing? Are you seeing God's promises? Or are you seeing giants? Are you trusting what God can do in and through you? The one who raises the dead. You're like, man, that thing's dead in my life. It's okay, you got a resurrector. He's a resurrector in chief, man. He can breathe life into anything that you need life breathed into. I'm telling you, there's a promised land. And these are the great and precious promises. There's over 7,000 of them. Pick one. Going through something? But better than that, don't even pick a promise. Look at the promise, and His name is Jesus. And when we walk with Him and talk with Him, we'll see great things in our life. Amen? So, Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for being here in us always. We love you and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about us, check out our website at www. 
www.silverlakebaptist.org.